Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, we're back, and how are you all doing out there? Hope you're um, feeling well, feeling better than you did last week. I have been going through pure hell. Since Saturday, I haven't had any of my pain meds. I've been all out. My pharmacy, which is great, they're they're excellent pharmacy, but they have been real having issues trying to get some of the medications in. Like, you know, we know all about that. We've heard everything about that with the DEA, the government, you know, putting suppression on those medications and not making as much anymore. It's It's just not right. You shouldn't have to be going through these withdrawals like I've been going through. I didn't sleep at all yesterday night, all the way into the morning. Didn't sleep once, dealing with pain. So my pain meds are supposed to be here tomorrow. I did pick up one of them, so that's kind of taking off the um, edge on me right now. So it's not as bad, but it still is there. I can feel it. You know, I have restless leg syndrome, so that makes it even worse. But enough about me. Let's get into finishing up this uh, topic we talked about last week, anxiety and panic attacks. Now we're going to be talking about the seven causes of anxiety. What, what's making you so anxious? You may be surprised from certain medications to problems with your thyroid. Watch out for these anxiety triggers. Everyone gets anxious, restless, and frazzled. But if you constantly feel worried, tense, or on edge, you may have an anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorders evolve more than temporary worry or fear. For persons with an anxiety disorder, the anxiety does not go away and can get worse over time. Doctors make a diagnosis of generalized anxiety disorder when patients have anxiety symptoms, much of the time for more than six months. Symptoms can include intense, hard to control worry, and at least three of the following, irritability, sleep disturbance, fatigue, muscle tension, difficulty concentrating, and restlessness. Examples of other anxiety disorders could be panic disorder, separation, anxiety disorder, and specific phobias. According to the Mayo Clinic, you may have more than than an anxiety disorder. Research shows that a combination of environmental and genetic factors 
likely increase a person's risk of developing an anxiety disorder. Notes, the National Institute of Mental Health. Like so many health conditions, anxiety appears to run in families. That is so true. Anxiety may be caused by stress, whether from a major life event or the accumulated effect of small everyday stressors. Anxiety can also come with medical conditions such as heart disease, diabetes, asthma, and thyroid disorders that need treatment. There are a clear link between coffee and anxiety and also alcohol and anxiety. And medications may cause anxiety. In this case, avoiding caffeine and alcohol and challenging medications may reduce anxiety. It's important to note that while all these things, such as medications, substances, and stress, can cause anxious feelings, they may involve different medical diagnosis. Some anxiety is normal, but if you suffer from the severest anxiety or are worrying too much, it's important to talk to your mental health specialist about your symptoms. Psychologists focus more on psychotherapy and are not medical doctors. Psychiatrists are medical doctors who specialize in mental health treatment. Both psychologists and psychiatrists can diagnose and treat anxiety disorders, but psychotherapy and psychiatrists can also prescribe medications. Psychologists in a few states may have the ability to prescribe medication, but this is not common widespread. Additionally, if you have anxiety with suicidal thoughts, seek emergency medical treatment immediately or call 988. Could any of the following be causing your anxiety? Number one, heart problems can cause anxieties. If you ever had a panic attack, you're familiar with the way your hands get clammy, you can't catch your breath, and your heart feels like it's going to pound right out of your chest. Well, a panic attack is not a heart attack. There is a relationship between heart and pro heart problems and anxiety. Indeed, about 5% of American adults have generalized anxiety disorder, but the inc incidence is higher in people diagnosed with coronary artery disease, about 11%, or with heart failure at 13%, according to research from 2016. Evidence also shows that the anxiety can be brought on after a heart attack, stroke, or heart failure notes the Center for Disease Control. The connection appears to go both ways. People who experience long-term anxiety may experience increased heart rate, blood pressure, reduced blood flow to the heart, and heightened levels of stress hormone cortisol over time. All this can lead to heart problems, says the CDC. Number two, the anxiety disorders are linked to alcohol and drugs. There is a strong link between alcohol and anxiety. Research shows that people with anxiety disorders are two to three times more likely to have problems with drugs and alcohol at some point in their lives than the general population. But that's not all. Alcohol and drugs can also cause panic attacks, according to the Anxiety and Depression Association.
People with social anxiety, in particular, may turn to alcohol in order to lessen their symptoms, but alcohol can actually make anxiety worse. About 20% of people with anxiety disorder also have an alcohol or substance abuse disorder, known as the ADD, ADAA. No matter which problems come first, the combination of drugs, alcohol, and anxiety can be a vicious circle. Number three, caffeine anxiety and anxiety make you feel jittery and nervous. Caffeine is a stimulant that can be bad news for someone with anxiety. Caffeine's jittery effects on your body are similar to those of a frightening event. That's because caffeine stimulates your fight or flight response, according to a 2006 study. And research from 2018 has shown that this, that this can make anxiety worse and can even trigger an anxiety attack. Other research suggests that while caffeine can increase alertness, attention, and cognitive function, overdoing it can increase anxiety, particularly in people with panic disorder and social anxiety disorder. And as with the symptoms of anxiety, one or too many cups of joe may leave you feeling nervous and moody, and you can keep up and you may stay up all night. Number four, medications can trigger anxiety attacks. Certain medications have ugly side effects and can cause anxiety symptoms for an anxiety attack. Prescription medications to watch out for include thyroid drugs and asthma drugs. While over-the-counter decongestants have been known to cause anxiety symptoms in some people, if you suddenly stop certain medications sometimes used to treat anxiety, such as benzodiazepines, withdrawal may cause an added anxiety. All right, number five, weight loss supplements can have anxiety-producing side effects. Many over-the-counter weight loss supplements come with an anxiety-producing side effect. Use of St. John's wort may lead to insomnia, and green tea extracts, which claim to suppress appetite, contain plenty of uh, caffeine. Guriana, an ingredient in some OTC diet products, can come up to can contain up to four times as much caffeine as coffee beans. And beware of any products containing Ephra, it can cause increased heart rate and anxiety. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration banned the sale of dietary supplements containing this Ephra in 2002. Verse 6. Are anxiety symptoms related to your thyroid gland? The thyroid is a butter-shaped, I'm sorry, butterfly-shaped gland in the front of the neck that produces thyroid hormone. hormones. These hormones are important for regulate, regulating your metabolism and energy levels. But if your thyroid produces too, too much, it can cause anxiety symptoms such as nervousness, 
irritability, heart palpitations, and sleepiness, in which your thyroid produces too little of needed hormones, has also been linked to anxiety disorders. If you have anxiety symptoms along with swelling in your neck, weight loss, weakness, fatigue, or heart tolerance, ask your doctor to check your thyroid. And number seven, stress can worsen anxiety problems. Stress and anxiety often go hand in hand. Stress can be what causes anxiety symptoms and anxiety can make stress worse. When you're overly tense, you may also turn to other behaviors that make anxiety worse, such as smoking, abuse of drugs, or abuse of alcohol. Remember that the stress and anxiety are often accompanied by physical symptoms such as a stomach ache, headache, dry mouth, dizziness, and sweating. And if you have any unexplained symptoms of anxiety, talk with a doctor. Anxiety disorders are treatable. I take um, a pill three times a day for anxiety. It, it, yeah, it helps me. All right, so we got a little bit more time. Let me see if I can find something related to this, um, what we're talking about right now. So I did find something. We can do a little rundown of this. How are anxiety disorders treated? There are a number of treatment approaches for anxiety disorders. The type of treatment you receive will depend on your anxiety symptoms and type of disorder. Not every treatment works for every person. You may need to try a number of treatments or combinations of treatments before finding what works for you. The main treatments for anxiety disorders include psychotherapy, medications, exercise, and complementary and alternative treatments. So what medications are prescribed for anxiety disorders? A range of medications are available to treat anxiety disorders, and they're often used in conjunction with therapy. You may also be prescribed a combination of medications. And that's about me. I mean, I use like, there's like six, seven I have. Two general types of medications used to treat anxiety disorders are antidepressants. Despite the name, they're the first-line medication for anxiety. And next is an anti-anxiety medications, sometimes called axioids. Although, in the short term, drugs may seem cheaper and less consuming than therapy, you may not, not be able to overcome your anxiety using medications by itself. So what kind of therapy is it for anxiety? The form of psychotherapy called co cognitive behavioral therapy is often used to treat disordered anxiety disorders. CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, focuses on changing unhealthy thinking and behavior patterns through talk sessions with a trained therapist. Many studies have shown that it is very effective in the treatment of anxiety. During CBD, you'll work together with your therapist to develop a positive techniques for coping with your anxiety symptoms. I, I, had, I was going to see a therapist, and it, it really wasn't doing anything for me, so I just rely on the, on the medication. Um, sometimes when I see my um, 
psychologist every uh, three months. So when I see her, then I go ahead and you know, tell her my problems. Really, you're supposed to have a therapist, but I just tell her. So does exercise reduce anxiety? Exercise may be used alongside medication or psychotherapy to treat anxiety disorders. One review of multiple studies published in 2015 found that exercise may be as helpful as medication for those anxiety and anxiety disorders and may work better than placebo. The findings in another review of studies published in 2017 underscore that exercise significantly reduced symptoms and is an important treatment option for people with anxiety disorders. So what are some natural remedies for anxiety and do they work? First is meditation. There's some scientific evidence that meditation, especially a type of meditation training called mindfulness-based stress reduction can help reduce anxiety and depression symptoms. Symptoms. Next one is yoga. Yoga combines physical postures, breathing exercises, and meditation. Research suggests that practicing yoga can help reduce anxiety by reducing the body's stress response. The next one, and this is one I keep wanting to try, acupuncture. Some scientific evidence suggests that acupuncture, the Chinese practice of inserting needles into the body at certain points can help reduce anxiety symptoms, but research is variable and inconsistent. I've heard of this one before. Is called kava. This dietary supplement comes from a crushed root of a Polynesian shrub. A review of studies published in 2018 found that kava appeared to be an effective short-term, less than eight weeks treatment for anxiety. Speak with your doctor before using kava. Kava supplements have been linked to severe liver damage in some people. The next one is gonna be lavender. Lavender is an oil commonly used in aromatherapy. Some people believe that this scent has a calming and soothing effect. A 2019 meta-analysis of evidence on the use of lavender to lower anxiety levels found that it may be effective, but that more high-quality studies need to be done. I, for myself, I believe orange works for best for me. St. John's work. Supplements made from St. John's wort plant have been used to treat depression, anxiety, and sleep disorders. But research hasn't shown that it's effective in treating anxiety, and it may be dangerous to take with certain drugs, including antidepressants, contraceptives, and HIV and cancer medications. You know, and I've heard good things about that, and then I've heard the real bad things like this one right here, you know, dangerous to take. St. John's wort. And the last one is valerian. This medicinal herb has been used to treat depression and anxiety for centuries. While research suggests it can help with insomnia, there isn't enough scientific evidence to know whether valerian is an effective treatment for this disorder. For this disorder. So, hey, I hope that gave you enough information uh, to know the difference between anxiety and panic. And also, give, I gave you some treatments that maybe might work for you. But again, anything that you're going to make changes to your regimen, make sure you talk to your doctor first. 
and make sure he knows what you're doing because he'll be able to tell. Sometimes those over-the-counter supplements, when you take those, they do interfere with you know other um, supplements out there or something that's going to start now, you know, for uh, anxiety. So you really need to make sure you talk to your doctor. But hey, thank you for being here. My week is going to start getting better tomorrow. Hopefully I get my opiates for my pain and the government stops leaving us alone. For Man, ugh. There are some of us out there that don't use it, only use it for pain, but don't aren't hooked on it. So, you know, you guys need to think about us too. But hey, you guys have a great week, and I will see you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.